Good morning. From the newsroom of the Financial Times, today is Wednesday, October 24th, and this is your FT News Briefing. Today, we'll be looking at the next engagement between Donald Trump and Vladimir Putin. Then, who's calling for accountability from Saudi Arabia? And why earnings reports from U.S. industrial companies might cause some central bankers concern. Plus, what to expect from Tesla's third quarter results. I'm Eric Krupke. And I'm Amy Keene, and here's the news you need to start your day. Donald Trump is due to meet Vladimir Putin next month in Paris. The U.S. president will meet Russia's leader on November 11th during commemorations marking the 100th anniversary of the end of World War I. It'll be the first time the two men have met since their Helsinki summit in July. The meeting was planned while U.S. National Security Advisor John Bolton visited Russia earlier this week. Mr. Bolton's trip to Moscow came just days after Mr. Trump said he would withdraw from a Cold War-era nuclear treaty. Now, the U.S. hasn't officially withdrawn from the treaty, but Mr. Bolton said it would issue a notice to do so soon. And there are indeed strong signs that the incident was not momentary result of something that erupted on site, but rather the result of a planned operation. That's Turkish President Recep Tayyip Erdogan speaking to parliament yesterday. Mr. Erdogan's speech is the most direct challenge to Saudi rulers since journalist Jamal Khashoggi's disappearance. He also demanded more answers from Saudi Arabia. Who gave the instruction to these individuals to come to Istanbul? We're looking for an answer to this question as well. The accusations came as Crown Prince Mohammed bin Salman began his Future Investment Initiative conference. And on Tuesday, President Trump also talked tough on the Saudis after weeks of wavering on who was responsible for the killing. It was carried out poorly, and the cover-up was one of the worst in the history of cover-ups. It's very simple. Mr. Trump said he would work with Congress to come up with a punishment for Riyadh. That uh, they're not going to do something. There has to be some kind of retribution. There has to be. I'm Ed Crooks. I'm the U.S. industry and energy editor of the FT. And yesterday I was looking at earnings from Caterpillar, the earth-moving equipment company. They released third-quarter earnings and also held a call for analysts to talk about the outlook for the business. A couple of points came out of that call that were really very significant. One was the impact of tariffs and generally rising materials costs on the company. They said that their materials costs had risen by 2% and there was uh, some impact in there from the tariffs on steel and aluminium imports into the US announced by President Trump earlier this year. They said though good news we're actually going to be able to raise our prices in order to offset that increase. They're talking about a price increase of between 1 and 4% which will take effect from the beginning of next year. That's clearly good news for the company's investors but it will also be a concern for central banks around the world. Anyone who's worried about inflation will see the sign of uh, inflationary pressure building. The other thing that was interesting in the Caterpillar earnings was just a slight sign of possible maybe weakness in demand in some markets. They talked about their order backlog dropping very slightly. And I think investors are sort of hyper-sensitized to the possibility that the company could be going into a slowdown. Even these very slight signs of a decline in the backlog of the company's orders were taken very seriously by investors, and shares dropped very sharply. The shares closed down 7.7% yesterday, even though on the whole, actually, the earnings were pretty good. But as I say, that very slight sign that maybe they were at the top of the cycle hit investors very hard. 
And here's something you might want to know more about. Tonight, after the stock markets close in New York, Tesla will release its earnings for the third quarter. The mood on Wall Street now seems to be in the electric car company's favor after Tesla announced it'd be revealing its earnings a week earlier than expected. The last time that happened was two years ago, and it was also the last time Tesla turned a quarterly profit. The FT's West Coast editor, Richard Waters, is here to tell us about five things to look out for when the earnings come out tonight. The first question investors will be focused on is, can Tesla turn a profit? Elon Musk has said that Tesla will be profitable in the second half of this year. And Wall Street still expects a loss for the third quarter of around 19 cents a share. But that may be too pessimistic. The second question is, can Tesla rebuild its finances? The Model 3 has put huge strain on its balance sheet this year, and its cash is down to just over $2 billion. Most analysts still think Musk needs to raise more money to build a financial cushion. Investors will be watching carefully for any hint that Musk will return to the capital markets. But if Tesla had a good quarter, that's unlikely. The third question for Wall Street is, will Tesla have to reduce prices of the Model 3 to maintain demand? It's only been selling high-end versions of the car so far, but last week it cut the price of the cheapest by $4,000. Now, that might mean demand is reaching saturation at current prices. Musk will now be getting questions about how quickly he'll have to do that and what impact it'll have on profits. The fourth question for investors is, when will Tesla's next investment binge begin? Now the company's dug itself out of its Model 3 production hole, Musk is under real pressure to get more specific about when he'll double output. That means moving ahead with an assembly plant in China and possibly one in Europe. And investors will also want confirmation Tesla will unveil its next car, the Model Y, early next year. The fifth issue investors are focused on is the Musk factor. I mean, I, I think that if people are concerned about volatility, they should definitely not buy our stock. I am not here to convince you to buy our stock. In April, the Tesla CEO berated Wall Street analysts on an earnings call. These these questions are so dry. (laughs) They're killing me. Then there was the notorious funding tweet. This comes just one day after Elon Musk sent this very cryptic and market-moving tweet. I am considering taking Tesla private at 420. Funding secured. That led to sanctions from the SEC. Wall Street still looks at Musk as one of Tesla's main assets, but patience with his antics have been wearing thin. You can read more on all of these stories at FT.com. Today on the site, we'll also be looking at third quarter results from Ford. The U.S. carmaker is expected to report weaker profits due to tariffs, rising steel and aluminum costs, and weakening sales in China and Europe. This has been your daily FT News Briefing. Make sure you check back tomorrow for all the latest business news. Hi, this is Janice Torres from Yo Quiero Dinero. From a local business to a global corporation... 
Partnering with Bank of America gives your operation access to exclusive digital tools, award-winning insights, and business solutions so powerful, you'll make every move matter. Visit bankofamerica.com slash bankingforbusiness to learn more. What would you like the power to do? Bank of America N.A. Copyright 2024. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work.